0: Okay, uh, thank you uh, for acknowledging your pastors. So uh, this morning, uh, I'm going to sit down because uh, I've been standing since yesterday. We had a photo shoot yesterday at uh, me and my son at Beverly Wilshire. So we went home early in the morning, so I decided I just wanted to sit down. Anyway, this morning, I decided not to preach. I decided not to teach. I just wanted to have a kitchen table discussion with you. I would like to talk direct from the heart. Because our topic this morning is very important. I'm sure that it will touch your life in as much as it did in my life. But before we proceed, uh okay, let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Your faithfulness to us. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for everyone that showed up. Thank you, Lord God, for your great love to us. Indeed, there's, there are no words to say, Lord, how happy, how grateful we are with, for your faithfulness and great love to us. And Father, we, even as we come to you this morning, We ask, Holy Spirit, that you will deal with each and every heart. I pray, dear Father, that you will speak to us, not my words, but, Lord, words that are coming from the throne room of the Father. And I pray, Father, that every word will pierce into our hearts. And at the end, Lord God, of this day, Lord, we will realize that we need to change. Let there be changed hearts, changed lives this morning. And Father, we lift up to you this country. Lord, we are grateful for the United States of America, for this country has adopted us. And in fact, this country has brought the gospel to our nation, the Philippines. And Lord God, you know the situation of this land. This land is deteriorating. Lord, there's so much immorality in this country. There is so much dishonesty the values are degrading. And Father, this morning we ask that you will visit America again. Even, Father, as we are faced with the upcoming election, I pray, Father, that you will put the right person in the government, the person that will lead this nation, Lord, the way you wanted it to be. Lord God, be it President Obama, be it Romney, Lord, we ask, Lord God, that you anoint that person in the position, Lord. Lord, let love, let your spirit, let truth reign in this country in Jesus' name. And Father, we wanted to remember also our country, the Philippines. Lord, thank you for restoring, Lord God, our nation. Lord, we love our nation so much. And I pray, dear Father, that you will reach out and touch our land. I pray for President Noi the senators, Lord God, the congressmen, the people in judiciary, the people in the cabinet. I pray, dear Father God, that you will reach out and touch them. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that Lord, our nation, Lord God, will become the jumping board of the gospel, Lord God, not only in Asia, but also in Europe and in America. Thank you, Father. Bless each and every one of us. Bless the word, Lord God, that we will study this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, when you guys called us, called Pastor Danny, Pastor Insong, and myself, I just remembered. We are not creating a new religion here. We are not creating the new trinity in CCF. <laughs> the Father... The Holy Spirit. Basta ako Okay. Thank you, Charles, for mentioning from the eldest to the to the youngest. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, according to science, when you reach the age of thirty, normally your eyes started to dim. So, I just, I just, uh, noticed that two years ago, I need to wear glasses. Not just to increase my appeal. Okay. Okay, so, so, paano ba ako <laughs> Okay, I will talk without notes this morning. So this morning we will talk about what? Have you you guys become a boiling frog? Who among you have seen a frog? You know what a frog is? You know what the frog is? frog is palaka. Kokak, 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 kokak. Huh? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. How many of you have a Bible? Okay, I want us to stand and in reverence to the Word of God. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Revelations. You see, I'm wearing a T-shirt. Alpha and Omega or revelations. Okay, it's also on the screen. Okay, let's read it all together. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold or hot i wish you were either one or the other so because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold i am about to spit you out of my mouth verse 17 you say i am rich i have acquired wealth and do not need a thing but you do not realize that you are wretched pitiful poor blind and naked I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you can become rich and white so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love I rebuke and discipline so be earnest and repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, And opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with him. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my home. Father's throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let's sit down. Amen. Who of you among here has ears? You know, if you put the left and the right ear together, it forms what? So let's listen with our ear, both of them with our heart. The Bible says that he who has an ear, let him hear what the the Spirit is trying to say to the churches. The seven churches in Revelation tells us about what is going to be the temperature or the health of the churches in the last days. I'm sure all of you will agree that we are in the last days, right? And if you read the book of Revelations, there are six churches that were mentioned, and this, these six churches, God has commended them in one way or the other, and in the end, He rebuked them. But in the case of the seventh church, which is Laodicea, there was nothing positive said about this church. The book of Revelation started with God talking to John the Beloved. Who is John the Beloved? He's one of the disciples that was with Jesus during the time that he was walking here on earth. And uh, John the Beloved wrote the book of Revelation when, when he was in exile in the island of Patmos. He was exiled in the island of Patmos because they were trying to kill him. They were trying to boil him in boiling oil. And yet, John did die. So what they did was they exiled him in the island of Patmos. Why is it that that is happening? Because these disciples, the apostles, were trying to spread the gospel. They were trying to preach the word of God. And and the government of Rome at the time, they hate that. That's why they were trying to kill all of the apostles. And it tells us in Revelation that Jesus spoke to John the Beloved. God is speaking to all of us today. And I'm glad, I'm happy that he speaks to me, he speaks to you. The problem is a lot of people don't want to hear what God is saying they don't want to hear what jesus is saying to the churches and the church in laodicea represents the 21st century church what is laodicea laodicea comes from two compound or two greek words lao lao and the other one is dike dike it's laodicea lao means people, ruled by people. And dike or dike or whatever you pronounce it, it talks about uh, rights. It talks about judgment. Isn't it amazing that in the last days, people wanted to rule themselves? They wanted rights, rights, rights. And even in the church, they wanted rights, rights, rights. In the early days, it was God himself who rules Israel. And yet the people of Israel said, no, we don't want that. We wanted to have a king. And in a lot of churches nowadays, they don't want God to rule their church. This is our rights. Pastor in song, this is how you're going to sing. Pastor Daniel, this is how you're going to preach. These are the topics. I'm glad it is not happening in CCF. But in a lot of churches, if the congregation doesn't like the pastor, they kick out the pastor. No wonder a lot of churches are empty. Ingat kayo sa katabi niyo merong ispiritu na kaukuryan. Pastor, hindi ako makakasimba. My spirit will be there. Okay? There are a lot of C and E Christians nowadays. You know, you know what a C and E Christian is? That's a Christmas and Easter Christians. You only see them in church, especially in America during Christmas and Easter. But, but during regular days, where are they? In front of the TV, they're in the beach, they're in the mall, they are somewhere else. I'm happy that, you know, you guys are here because you are thirsty. You wanted to hear the word of God. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So this morning, I want us to have an open heart. When Pastor Song gave us a short list of messages to preach, I just can't understand why I chose this message. I just can't understand. But you know, it was never a mistake. At first I thought it was a mistake. But when I was preparing this message, guys, the Lord spoke to me. This message is not just for you. Primarily it was for me. I was crying all along when I was preparing this one. Because every time I read the Word of God, I always see myself falling short of God's glory. But because of God's grace, Alam ko, gwapo ako. Okay? God still accepted me for who I am. So guys, no matter what your experience are in life, God will always accept you. God loves you. Amen? Sabi ko, this is going to be a kitchen table discussion. Kaya sumagot kayo. Okay? Mahirap, mahirap magsalitang walang, wala kang kausap, di ba? Okay? Next time, I will put a mirror there so that, you know, when I talk. Okay. Okay, so, you know, we read, we read earlier that God said, Jesus said, I am the Alpha and Omega. What is Alpha and Omega? He is the beginning and the end. Do you know what beginning is? You know what beginning is? I do not know. I cannot fathom beginning. In my computer, I have a screensaver. It's the screensaver of the universe. I was looking at it when I was studying this, this verse. I am the Alpha and Omega. Jesus said, I am the beginning if you look at the universe the universe is limitless it's limitless you know what limitless is no limit you know what no limit is walang hanggan <laughs> amen it's it has no limit you cannot fathom it And the limitless God of the universe is talking to you and to me. He was talking to John. I am the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. He is the supreme creator. He is our God. And it says in Revelation, I know your deeds. the god of the universe knows what you are doing even if you're inside your closet even if you are inside the restroom god knows what you're doing kahit magtago ka even if you go to the bottomless or to the well pinakamalalim god is there he knows what you're doing guys you know what we cannot fake christianity We cannot fake Christianity. We cannot fake our relationship with Christ. No matter who you are. I can be a pastor. I can fake myself. I can always look good. I know I always look good. But you know, I cannot fake my relationship with Christ. We talk of intimacy. I cannot fake my intimacy with God. No matter how high I raise my hands in worshiping God, but if my heart is not right God, He knows it. I cannot fake it. Guys, this is not the time to play church. Kumbaga magpakatotoo na tayo. And it's sad to say that a lot of Christians nowadays are putting a facade in them. They always look good, but deep inside, Their hearts are rotten. Deep inside, their hearts are far away from God. What is Laodicea? Or where is Laodicea? Laodicea is now called the modern day Turkey. It is located in the western side of Turkey. Before, when I read this book, The Seven Churches, I thought it's just a fairy tale or it's just a, you know, But you know, when you go through history, you will find out that love this year really exists. In fact, if you read the Bible, this is one of the churches that Apostle Paul established during his journey after the book of Acts, after his transformation, when he got to know the Lord. And we read in the scripture earlier, Jesus said, I know your works. You are neither hot, you are neither cold. Now, let's look at what Jesus was trying to say in Laodicea. In the olden days, they get their water from two sources in Laodicea. Laodicea is a rich city. Mayaman. Probably they are the Singapore of today. By the way, oh, Valencia. By the way, they said that in the next five years, Okay, they said that in the next five years, Singapore is going to overtake America. That's why I'm saying probably Laodicea is the Singapore at that time. Okay, they have three sources or they have three things or tatlong bagay na pinagkakakitaan nila. First one is banking. Second one is they manufacture black wool. And at that time, wool is only given or is only, only the rich people can afford wool. And the third one is eye salve. What is an eye salve? It is a medicine that they use for the eyes. Okay. So And because of that, there was a great earthquake in Laodicea. And when that happened, Rome wanted to help Laodicea. And Laodicea said, no, we don't need your help. We can rebuild our city with our own money. So Laodicea was a rich church. But there was a problem. Their source of water are coming from two different places. This picture that you see is what they call an aqueduct. An aqueduct is where, in short, tubo. Okay, but at the time, it's not the steel or metal or iron that they use. It's made of clay, hardened clay. And their sources of water come from a spring, okay, and Spring, hot spring, and the other one is from a cold spring. Spring di bantawag dun? Or whatever it is. So, malayo ang pinanggagalingan, so by the time it reaches Laodicea, water is already lukewarm. So when it is lukewarm, it goes through that, that, that hardened clay, ang samana nan lasa. And Jesus was saying, you are neither hot, nor cold you are lukewarm jesus said that i want you to be cold i want you to be hot but not lukewarm what does it mean pastor Reg, ibig sabihin pwede ako maging cold sa aking christianity that's not what it say you know cold water is refreshing right when you are ka you want to drink cold water and hot water is soothing but lukewarm water is no good. So Jesus was saying you should either be cold or you should either be hot. In effect, dapat kapag Christiano ka, merong kang silbi. God did not call you to become a Christmas tree in church. We are not called to become a decoration in church. Okay? Kasi kung wala tayong silbi, dekorasyon ang tawag sa atin. Hello? Tahimik. Okay. Hindi yun dito, dun yun sa kabila. Sa kabilang church yun, hindi yun dito. Okay? Okay? So, it's either we are cold or we are hot. So Jesus was saying to the Laodiceans, "You are lukewarm. You are lukewarm. Walakang kap kap pa? How do you call that? Kap pad pakinabang? Lakang pakinabang? Okay. You are no use because you are lukewarm." Even in temperatures, when it's hot, what happens? You remove your clothes. You do something. When it's cold, you put on your clothes. But when it's ambient temperature, you don't do anything. Nothing. Okay, so, you know, God doesn't hate or hates lukewarm. And it's sad to say that, you know, Jesus said, I will spit you out of your mouth. In some translations says, I will vomit you from my mouth. Sino dito ang nadual na or nasuka Yeah. It happens if you eat something that's not good, right? It happens when you have a stomach ache indigestion. You vomit. Gusto nyo bang you guys... Do you want Jesus to spit you out from his mouth? Gross, right? Oh, nice! No, you don't do that. When you do it in the toilet, what do you do? You immediately flush. Yeah. In fact, if you use your handkerchief to wipe your mouth, what do you do afterwards? You don't enjoy the vomit. But if you are lukewarm, Jesus said, I will spew you out of my mouth. That's not mine. That's what the Word of God says. It's plain and simple. There's no run around that statement. If you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. How can you become lukewarm? Revelations 3.17 says that you say I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. You are lukewarm if you say to yourself, I don't need God because I am okay. You say to yourself, I don't need God if you stop praying. You say to yourself, I don't need God if you start reading the Word of God. I don't need God. That's why a lot of Christians, when they pray, it's just a rhetorical thing. When was the last time we cried before the Lord? Or we pray the same prayer we had yesterday? Ang masaklap pa nga niyan The following day na yung Amen. When was the last time we digested the Word of God? Sabi ko naman sa inyo, hindi taga-Rito yun, taga-Kabilaro eh. Okay? So the moment you say in your heart that I don't need God, you are lukewarm. You don't need to say, God, I don't need you. May kasabihan nga eh. action speaks louder than words. It is our action that tells God, God, I do not need you. I am rich. Kaya ko to. Just like the Laodiceans, Rome is giving them help. We don't need your help. We can do it. Kaya namin We are rich. Look at Hosea chapter 12, verses 8 and 9. I am very rich. I have become wealthy. With all my wealth, they will not find in me any iniquity or sin. Watch. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. I will make you live in tenth again, as in the days of your appointed feast. You know, a lot of Christians will say, Lord, bless me. Lord, pag mo ako, magsiserve ako sa iyo. na ulit ako. Lord, if you bless me, I will attend Bible study again. If you bless my business, Lord, I will be on fire. Have you prayed that? I've prayed that before. Pero pag bless na tayo ng Panginoon, Pastor, hindi mo na ako magsisimba. Ha? Kasi alam mo naman, negosyo, busy pag Sunday eh. Pastor, in song, tsaka na ako atin ng Bible study. Kasi alam mo naman, pagka Martes or Wednesday, talagang busy. Busy minsan. The following week, Pastor, excuse ulit ha? The following week, Pastor Dan pag-pray mo na lang ako, andiyan naman ang espiritu ako. I will still support CCF. Okay, hanggang nasanay na tayo na wala na tayo sa church. Hey, you're telling God, I don't need you, God. I am wealthy. And God is saying, if you continue to do that, I will make you live in tent again. Do you guys want that? God has blessed us so much. God has given us abundance. And then in the end, we forget God. God is saying, Hey, I am the author of life. Let's look at Mark chapter seven, verses six to eight. He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. As it is written, these people honor me with their lips but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by man. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding to the traditions of man. You say, I am okay. I was going through the the CCF website yesterday and I came across with this Symptoms, symptoms of a lukewarm Christian. Let's see if we have that. Thinking more about life on earth than eternity. Instead of thinking treasures in heaven, you think of building your own treasure. Giving out of leftovers. Diba nung araw, doon sa dating pinanggalingan natin, when we give our offering, yung pinakabaria, diba? Kaya pag nagbuhulog, may kililing. Kililing, kililing, kililing. Okay? Actually, doon yung galing yung pag nagaling kiling, kililing, kililing, kililing. Kasi yung offering, nagkikililing eh. Tiro Okay? So, you know, when we give our leftovers to God, they're lukewarm. Hey, it's not only money. Lord, I will serve you when I retire. To the youth, guys, remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Don't wait for you guys to grow old and serve the Lord. Guys, when are you going to give your life to God? When you're dying? When you're at the prime of your life, give it to God. Give it to God. Hindi ko sinasabi yung mga nagkakaedad na, yung nagkakasalamin na, wala na. No. Whatever you have, Give it to God. I remember when God asked Moses to throw his stuff on the ground. It became a snake, right? And God asked Moses to pick it up. And what happens? It becomes a rat again. Whatever you have in your hand, give it to Jesus. And he will anoint it and do something miraculous in it. If what you have in your hand is just a stuff, give it to Jesus. Are you 15 years old? Are you 13 years old? Don't say I am just young. Don't say I cannot speak because God can touch your mouth and you can prophesy in Jesus' name. Amen? Don't give leftovers to God. Taking God's blessings for granted. God will always bless us but the problem is we always take it for granted. Sometimes, kakaya sa in and out. We cannot even say, Lord, thank you sa hamburger na to. We only say, thank you, Lord, pag merong steak. Total hamburger lang naman yan eh. Yan ako kailangan magbaw ng head ko at pray nakakahiya naman. Eh. Hello? That happened to me. Okay? Let us not take things for granted. Even with the little things that we get from God. Even with the little things that God blesses you. Thank Him. The very life that you have, thank God for the very life that we have. Your health is a gift from God. It is a blessing from God. Thank you, Lord. Amen? Having an entitlement mentality. Naku, hindi na ako magsiserve sa CCF kasi hindi naman nila ako tinatawag na elder. Eh. Ay, ayoko nang magserve ng ashiring kasi yung ashiring sila yung tagapu. Tagapulot ng papel, tagapunas, tagasara ng restroom. Ay, ayoko na yan. Gusto ko yung meron na kuntay na sinusuot at saka amerikana ako. Dignified. The moment we serve God because we get the title, something is wrong with our relationship. Seeking self-glory and people's approval more than God's glory. Remember when Pastor uh, Edmond Chan talked about intimacy with God? One of the things that he said is that, let us always seek the approval of God, not the approval of men. Hindi ayos sa tao, ayos dapat sa Diyos. Amen? Ito talagang sakul na sakul ko rito. We rarely share the word of God to others. I remember when, when I was a new Christian, ni hindi nga nila alam sa trabaho that I'm a Christian. I'm a 007. Secret agent, I only appear kapag kami feast in church. Other than that, nobody knows that I'm a Christian. Or the sad part is, we don't even share the Word of God. Why? Because our lives are not showing that we are Christians. Saying we believe in God, but not striving to know Him. Okay? Blending into the world instead of making a difference. Okay? Pagka nasa world, we so happy. Last night, we were taking uh, pictures at the uh, Beverly Wiltshire Hotel. You know, people were so happy. They were dan- dancing the Gangman. Gangman said, Do you want me to dance? Huh? 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 Ah, eh. na <laughs> Okay, but in church, we don't want to worship God. Nahihiya nga tayo magtaas ng kamay. Eh. But in the world, we're so happy. There's no difference. People don't see in us the difference. We camouflage our Christianity. And then, critical or complaining attitude. Lahat na lang ng bagay mayroon tayong napupuna. Everything that we see, we always complain. We complain about the weather, we complain about who sits in the government, we complain about the pastor, we complain about the church, we complain about work, we complain about the boss, we complain about everything. In fact, sa bahay natin, ang ulam natin, boss sa umaga, nilagang boss sa inihaw na boss sa gabi. Okay? Complain, complain, complain. We are very critical. Instead, you know, just being happy and thanking God for the things that we get. And lastly, doing Christian routines with no zeal and passion. And Jesus is saying, okay, I know your deeds. You are lukewarm. You say that I am okay. But what is Jesus saying? You guys are poor. You are naked. You are even blind. We thought ourselves to be pogi. we are Christian, goody-goody, but in the eyes of God, we are just like this lady. Who among you wants to look like this? Wala. In fact, some of us are afraid to grow old. Some of us are afraid. No, We always face the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the prettiest of them all? But you know, if you are lukewarm, if you are decaying inside you, you just look like this lady. Revelations chapter 3 verses 18. I counsel you to buy from me, what? Gold refined in fire so that you can become rich. What does it say? If you know that you are lukewarm, there's always a solution to that. There's always a solution to that. God will not allow us to be in that situation forever if you have genuinely received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit seals you. You are His. And the Bible says, no one, when it says no one, wala, no one can pluck you out of my Father's hand. However, if we drifted away from the Lord, if we become lukewarm, Here's the solution. God wants us to go to the marketplace. What is that marketplace? God wants you to, do, to go to the supermarket. He wants, you, he wants you to do business again. What does it mean? God wants you to be serious in approaching Him. God wants you to go into business, talk to God, but in God's terms. God said, I want you to buy from me gold that is purified in fire. In first Peter chapter one, verse seven, it says, pure gold put in fire comes out of it proven pure genuine faith. Put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your gold that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. The gold is the true faith that we have in Jesus Christ. And that faith will always go through fire. The moment you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the first thing that's going to happen is that that faith is going to be tested. That faith is going to be tested. We will go through difficulties in life. Because God wanted to purify our faith. Amen? And the second one, it says, and white clothes to wear so that you you can cover your shameful nakedness. What is that? Righteousness. Okay. He wants us to wear that white linen, that white clothes, that righteousness, so that he can present to himself a church without spot. A wrinkle. In Matthew 22, verses 11 to 13, it says, When the king entered and looked over the scene, he spotted a man who wasn't properly dressed. He said to him, Friend, how dare you come in here looking like that? The man was speechless. Then the king told his servants, Get him out here, fast. Tie him up and ship him to hell and make sure he doesn't get back in. Christ is coming back for a church wearing white robes. Meaning without spot or wrinkle. Because what? He has washed you with his blood. On the side, there was a pastor okay, this pastor went to the house of this man. He knocked on the door. So nobody was, you know, answering the door. So the pastor wrote a note. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. He put it under the door. And then the following Sunday, this man put something in the offering. It says, Genesis chapter 3 verse 10 it says I hear your voice but I was afraid because I was naked. <laughs> you know what some of us are are afraid we're ashamed to go to God. Why? Because we're naked. There's so much filth in us. There's so much sin. Kung nakakahiya, lumalapit lang tayo sa pag may kailangan tayo. God wants us to commune with Him. It's a day-to-day walk. It's a daily conversation with Him. It is a daily thing. God wants intimacy with us and He wants it every day. And put salve to put on your eyes so you can see. In 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, it says that the God of this world has blinded the eyes of many. And it's sad to say that the God of this world, which is the devil, has blinded a lot of Christians. Subukan yung lagyan ng piring yung mata niyo and then you walk. I remembered last night kasi it was it was, uh, it was a huge birthday party with costumes. And then there was this uh, big dude. Okay? Naka, ano siya? Naka... Dark glasses. And eh, the party is, you know, party medyo madilim. So when he entered the hall, natapilok. Sabi ko sa sarili ko buti nga why? The reason why a lot of Christians stumble is because the God of this world has blinded their eyes. Ang sunglass, sinusuot pag merong araw. Hindi yan sinusuot pag at madilim. And the devil is trying to put that sunglass in your eyes. Why? So that you cannot see. So that you cannot see. And the devil doesn't want you to see the glory of God. The devil doesn't want you to see the goodness of God. The devil wants you to see the negative things that we have in church. The devil wants you to see the negative things that we have in the Bible study. The devil wanted to see the negative things in your D group. In your D12. Because the devil has blinded the eyes of men. And it says in Psalms 19, verse 8, The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. We need the Word of God. Going back on track, we need the Word of God. So, if you feel that we're going away, if you feel that we are becoming lukewarm, let us go back to the Word of God. In, in verse 19, it says, The people I love, I call, account, prod, and correct and guide so that they will live at their best. Up on your feet, then, about face, run after God. You know, as I mentioned earlier, God loves us. And He will never allow the devil to snatch us out from the Father's hand. That's why He's saying, the people that I love, I discipline. I correct them. The people I love, I remind them. The people that I love, I always make sure that somebody will talk to them so that we will be brought back into the kingdom of God. And in Revelation 3, verse 20, it says, Look at me. I stand at the door. And knock. If you hear my voice, if you hear me call and open the door, I'll come in right and sit down to supper with you. You know, God wants to have an intimate fellowship with us and he wants to have dinner with us. One of the things that I treasure in our family is when we have dinner together. Even kung ang ulam namin mga LO. What is LO? Leftover at saka pangat. Pangatlong init. Guys, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Pagka nagkakaalaskahan kami sa inner dining table, lalo na my wife, alaskador yan eh. Inaalaskan niya yung anak ko. Pati ako, inaalaskan. So, you know, speechless na lang ako madalas. But you know, those are the things that I treasure. And Jesus treasures so much having dinner with you. He loves it. He loves it. Unfortunately, a lot of us doesn't want to have dinner with Jesus. Unfortunately, some of us Okay, we would like, we will only sit down with Jesus if there's steak on the table. Guys, are you hearing that? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, unfortunately, all of us hear the voice of Jesus, but we don't want him to enter. We don't want to have that fellowship, that intimacy with Him. But if we allow, Jesus would love to dine with us. Are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words. The Spirit blowing through the churches. I have spoken to you. I know God is talking to each and every one of us. The decision is yours. No matter how we pound these words in the pulpit, if you decide not to, then nothing will happen. Okay, let's go back to the to the title of my message. What was the title of my message? Okay. Let's watch this one.
1: ...blooded animal, and humans are warm-blooded, so our body burns energy or perspires to maintain the same 98.6 degrees. The cold-blooded frog's body temperature goes up and down with the temperature of its surroundings. Although frogs love water, when I hold it over this pot of boiling water, this frog is very uncomfortable and climbs to get away from it. The water in this pot is room temperature, 69.4 degrees, so he's comfortable when I put him in. If I turn the burner on low flame, his body temperature will adjust and slowly he will heat up with the water. The water temperature has risen to 80 degrees, and the frog is the same temperature and still comfortable. If I turn up the burner slowly again, he won't notice because he'll continue to change to be the same as his surroundings. When we started, I held the frog over the first pot of boiling water. He was uncomfortable and he tried to get away from the heat. But now, because we're raising the temperature slowly, he doesn't recognize the danger he's in. He just keeps going along with the changes in his surroundings. Eventually, we can turn up the burner to a deadly boil. He will just keep trying to adjust with it. By the time he realizes it's killing him, it's too late. He won't notice the time because he just keeps changing himself to go along with the changes in his surroundings.
0: Interesting, right? Interesting, right? A lot of creatures are like the frog. A lot of the Christians are like the frog. Hindi nila namamalayan that they're starting to die. Why? Because we adjust to the patterns of this world. Romans chapter 12, I believe it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your Reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The problem is our mind, our hearts are not being transformed. We adapt to the things of this world. And the moment we adapt to the things of this world, what happens? You are just like the boiling frog. Amen? So our discussion question, Kala nyo wala na, ha? Are you growing in intimacy with God? Where is your relationship with God going? Are there symptoms that you think leading you into lukewarmness? And what do you intend to do about it? And then end the discussion with the prayer. But before we go to that, I want to pray for all of us. I know that uh, God has spoken to us this morning. And it is my prayer, it is my desire. That we will not be comfortable in our Christian life but we will always pursue to become intimate with Christ. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the things that we have learned. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you will talk to each and every one of us because I know that you speak just as you spoke to John the Beloved, just as you spoke to me. Lord, speak to each and every one of us. There are hearts here, Lord, that are lukewarm, and I pray, Father God, that you would touch that heart. Lord, continue to knock on that door until such time that that person will open the door of his heart. And Lord God, even as we divide ourselves, Lord God, in our groupings, I pray, dear Father, that you will talk or speak to each and every one of us through our brothers, through our, through the person that we are accountable Thank you so much, Lord, for your great love. Lord, you are a God of second chances. Whatever we experience or experience that we have in life, Lord, you will use that. In, you will use that into something that will always give glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so let's go now to our respective groupings.